We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we stand today. The Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We would also like to pay respect to the elders past, present and future. And their continual contributions to storytelling, performance and art. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. Sovereignty was never ceded. Welcome back to the official and original Born, Born to, to Drag, Drag podcast. podcast. I'm Marley. And I'm Thomas. And we are super duper excited to be back to share with you the amazing drag kings. The super duper drag queens. And all the super duper drag betweens. Here in super duper Nam, Melbourne. And beyond. Super duper beyond. Super duper beyond. I feel like a super duper now. Oh my god, yes. We loved, oh my god, that was the time in high school when teachers would whip out super dupers when it's like 40 degrees, but then you cut the sides of your mouth yeah. and then you're like, now I've killed the planet. They've killed the that planet, you've cut your mouth, um, but mm. it tastes good. But it tasted it tastes real good. good. That yeah, sugar yeah. water, frozen sugar yeah. water. So besides from that, besides <laughs> from everything, um, we're doing great. Speaking of tasting good though, uh, how good yes. is this lockdown 5.0 taste? <laughs> Jeez, it tastes good. Almost as good as this wine that I cracked open at 4.30 today because yes. lockdown, why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, the first um, section of our lockdown went quite quick for me because I was looking after my niece. I had uni and I was, you know, going for my fabulous walks. But, you yeah. know, that was just five days. My walking um, capacity is over. Um, you know, all of that is done. So now we have another week and I'm like, cool. Yeah, well, for now, because. <laughs> yeah, well, another week, which means another month. So. Yeah, so one of our lockdowns ever stuck to schedule. Yes, it's mm. it's so true. I mean, I'm just hoping we're out by my birthday, which is the 14th of August. I mean, yeah, I hope so too. Because it is Leo like season. Th- we can't have another Leo season inside. We really can't because we're going to like rage. Yeah. Ooh. We're going to go off. Not good for the world. No, mm. no. But I mean, we, you and I have, you know, we've done quite a few episodes like before the lockdown started we have this is in fact our season finale it is the season finale of season three of born to drag yes and we've yes it is had quite quite a journey this season i would say we have we got we got booted into it pretty fast because we were like okay down under's on we've got to talk about yeah. it it's happening around us so mm-hmm. we went straight from live shows to doing online and now we're at the end of yeah, season Yeah, we also had our first international guests. Not international, sorry, interstate. Interstate, interstate. yes. And don't worry, we didn't bring them into Victoria with the coronavirus. Like no, some certain absolutely other not. Uh, yes. We just interviewed them over Zoom, which is COVID Zoom. safe, I hear. Very very COVID safe. Mm-hmm. And that that we did. We had some special guests because we had we, beg- we began with a special guest. We had our chocolate box. Yes. Um, winner of Miss First Nation 2019. Yes. And then... At the time, the current reigning our... champion. Uh, yes. They were the current reigning. Until, um, until Cerulean just snatched that she crown. She kind of snatched it. Yeah. She sure did. Mm-hmm. Well deserved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went straight in with a Mianjin, uh 
Queensland, Brisbane uh, queen, um, who was Miss Luna, Luna Thick. Thick. And that was a lot of fun. Taste the thick shake. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we've had an array, a very nice array of Yes. I, I agree. I agree. Um, well, that was our past, Marley. I want to focus on our it future, was. though. So oh, the future. Born to Drag, we've been doing this now for pretty much a, almost a year, like bang on a year. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I think we started mm. in July last year. Last year. August last yeah. year. Mm. So, yeah, well... We are, unfortunately, sorry to all of our listeners, going to take a, a little bit of a break because we have been yeah. doing this nonstop for a year, three seasons in one year. Yeah. And usually there's four seasons in a year, but we're just like, let's change it up. Let's have three. <laughs> <laughs> let's have three. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are going to take a break, a much needed break. We've given you lots of content. If you haven't listened to it all, it'll give you time to catch up. Thomas and I both have uni. I'm in my last semester. Thomas, are you in your last semester? No, I'm in my last year. Because I started halfway through last year. So yeah, I'm oh, okay, this got semester you. and then next semester. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're both going to be buckling down and getting some stuff done with that. And then hope, probably trying to work as much as possible. I mean, if, if our actual If job we is can open. have a job, <laughs> that would be cute. Um, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, please and subscribe then... to my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Which I will be making very shortly if I stop receiving paychecks in the next week. Yes. And subscribe to my bank account. Yeah, or, Please, or that. Send or send it yeah. to my mobile number. I've got pay ID. If you could just, um, yeah, just um, transfer me money and I don't have to produce any content, that would be even better. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. But only, only <laughs> this is only a shout out to those on like a six figure salary. Yeah, Everyone of course. Else, you're good. You just Yeah, chill. you're good. You're fine. <laughs> you're chill. It's a pandemic. You're you don't fine. need to spend money. Um, exactly. But yeah, what else? What else has I got? Well, I'm um, tentatively uh, putting on a show for Melbourne Fringe, and I say tentatively yes. because who knows when another snap lockdown could occur, and my show could get cancelled I mean, the day before it opens, which right. I saw happen last week to a show that was playing in Chapel of <sighs> Chapel that Aww. I was planning on seeing, and just literally they pre- they had their preview night, and then the next day shut down. Um, but Fingers crossed it still goes ahead. And if any of you yes. listeners want to come and buy tickets and support me and support my show, please do. The show is called, hasn't actually been announced yet. So this is a Born to mm. Drag exclusive. Aww. You're welcome. Uh, the show is mm-hmm. called Basic Bitchcraft. Oh, yes. It is a one hour musical sketch comedy about witchcraft and what it means to be a witch <laughs> in 2021. I love it. It's a lot we of need fun. To know. It's super camp, and I've got a very incredibly talented cast of performers. Um, so yeah, please like watch out for that and come along. That sounds like a lot of fun. I love the concept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a vibe. The it's vibe. a vibe. You heard it here first. Basic bitch craft. Melbourne Fringe. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. Well, what about Fingers you, Molly? Crossed. Anything else you've got planned in this long needed break? Oh, you know, just revitalize myself, um, relax, um, the usual, mm. <laughs> but like fully relax. You know, when you re- you're not you're yeah, relaxing, yeah. but you're thinking about everything else. I don't yeah, know what no. relaxing is. I've never done it. No, actually, I've never life, heard of so. it. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, I mean, probably 
you and I were, you know, thinking of a few things before yes. um, about some things that we wanted to do and different things that we wanted to do, still being involved in drag, but maybe doing something exciting. Yes, we've got something cooking, so watch mm. this space. Yes. We don't know when. We don't know we when. Don't know we don't know what. We, we don't know why. Who? <laughs> maybe not us. Maybe we'll replace ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it'll be it'll be mm. fun. It'll be camp. So yeah, watch this space. Watch this um, space. And yeah, yeah, we will keep you updated on the break. But it will be mm. a few months. And I'm I would say. sure we'll have a season four coming up at oh, some point as well because I'm expecting that you know once we are you know once everyone's vaccinated and we're out of this lockdown that drag is just going to continue to boom because we did see yeah. it beginning to boom in the you know sh- kind of couple months that we were had some freedom. Right. Um, yeah. Drag was taking off with mm-hmm. new venues, new performers. Um, we actually have, speaking of new performers, uh, we have a performer on our podcast today, our next guest. Yes, we do. That was yes, a shitty do. segue. <laughs> no, it was gorgeous. <laughs> it was like, gorgeous, I... Thomas. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, but Thomas, tell us, who do we have on the podcast today? Hot Pink is the self-dubbed K-pop queen of Melbourne. She is currently located in the CBD where she works in makeup and dance during the day and does it all at the same time by the night with a wig. Hot Pink got their start in the deep end of the very popular queer spaces such as Circuit, you may have heard of her, and Poofdorf, <laughs> you may have heard of him. Because let's be honest, Poofdorf's probably a male identifying right. uh, whereas their inspiration comes from y2k blonde pop icons anime and k-pop to name a few please welcome to the podcast hot pink how are you hello i'm good thank you thank you so much for having me excited to be here <laughs> oh, no, thank you so thanks much. for coming yeah, thanks for well, joining thank us a uh, very exciting you are our final guest for season three of born to drag Yes. yes, got to go out with a bang, hey? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, we're just here to get to know all about you, your drag. First of all, I want to know, you said you're from the CBD, so you live in, actually in the CBD. Yeah, I mean, look, freshly in the CBD, I literally just moved houses this week. Otherwise, oh, wow. for yeah, for a whole year um, before this, I was, I'm back to my life story. <laughs> a whole year before this, I was living in Reservoir. And then before that, I was in like Craigieburn and I was in the city before that. And then uh, as soon as I turned 18, I moved to the city. But prior to that, the whole 18 years, was in Reservoir again. So Reservoir yeah, I'm. Craigieburn. Yeah, so I'm in for their drag reservoir is. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Huge drag scene up there. <laughs> very big, very big. I mean, yeah, no, like I'm in this space now, I'm in the CBD. I got a two bedroom because literally all of the drag I had was piling up in my one bedroom there. And it's just like yeah. wigs are everywhere, outfits were everywhere. I needed like a whole new space for it. And now, yeah, oh my god, it's so nice. Like I can have people over, there's not outfits anywhere. Yes. It's just out of sight, out of mind, but when it's time to go, yeah. Wigs. Yeah. No, legit. Well, yeah. I mean, nowadays I kind of I haven't fully unpacked everything. So I had gigs uh, this past weekend, uh back to back. I had no time to unpack everything. I was literally getting ready out of box. It's been a hot mess, but last night I sorted everything out and we have our own organizational system, even though it's still a little bit messy, but look, we're, we're making progress. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And you're living by yourself. I am. Yeah. I was living with my sister for a little bit. I'll be in now by myself. Yeah. I don't know. I need to host on Grindr now. It's been too long. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) I mean, that's the real reason why you you didn't want to live by yourself, right? Oh, girl, that that was reason number one. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so you moved to the CBD and does that mean you're closer to your job now? I am. Well, I mean, look, in Reservoir, I was on the 86 tram line for those who know. I mean, we're not giving specific locations, but yeah. Uh, the 86 tram line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, look, I'm even closer now. Look, my Ubers nowadays from, I guess, the gig from home, it's like $10. I'm like, you know what? It's That's an investment, yeah. So, yeah, save so much more time. Like, I always got like little paranoid dogs in drag, like on the on public transport. So now there's like yeah. peace of mind and yeah, it's just so much better. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And where are you working in the city? Um, so I'm at a shop called Mecca. Not know if you've heard of it. Oh, like no, Mecca, yeah, yeah. It's just, a, just a little small <laughs> business in the city. So yeah, they specialize a lot in makeup and skincare. Um, a lot of my job background for the past couple of years has been in that sort of sector now. So yeah, yeah I guess in doing drag, um, well, I guess I dance. Um, oh, I, I mean, I used to dance before I did drag as well. I'm not very active in my dance crew. So before that, I did come from a dance background. And I was dancing with them a lot. And I guess now that I've started drag, it's everything I've been doing all at once. So I don't yes. feel like I'm ever doing anything left of field. I don't think it's yeah. like not unfamiliar territory. And I feel like that's why I've, I've gotten so comfortable doing yeah, it. Because you're not yeah. like moonlighting in, in accounting or something like completely yeah, no, different ex- to drag. Ex- yeah, and exactly. And I but like I guess that's not to say like before I get on stage, doesn't I mean I don't get nervous because I, I shake before I go on stage I'm like yeah. oh shit like I still get the adrenaline but it, it's it's a lot of fun like I'm really enjoying everything so far yeah definitely yeah. and I don't think that I, those nerves ever really go away because it just means no you know, it shows you're excited I'm yeah no yeah like exactly. yeah sorry you go oh yeah no I was gonna say yeah like if, if you do have those, it means just you care and yeah she cares a lot mm, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so how long have you been doing drag for Oh, okay. Well, I guess a lot of people ask me this in the club and I always give them the short story, but because we have the time, I'll give you the we full the time, story. Give us the long story. I will. Yeah. Okay. So, nice, nice. <laughs> so I started doing drag, I'm going to say February 2019. No. Okay. I made my drag Instagram in February 19th, uh, but maybe for three months before that, I was literally uploading just a random makeup looks. They're very crunchy now that we look back. They're a bit crunchy <laughs> at the time, but I was just uploading stuff and then I guess I was working at like a Korean skincare shop I wasn't making that much from it I was getting barely any hours and I had all this like I knew I had some skill on my belt I know I'd been dancing for a while and then I just had an epiphany I was like oh I'm more than this so I was debating making a drag Instagram for a very very long time like oh what if people laugh at me what if people don't get it but I was like you know what fuck it so I made a drag Instagram and then yeah so that was in Feb 19 and then for the whole first year that I was doing drag, so from then to February 2020, uh, I probably went out and drag only about six times or five times, only in clubs. I wasn't getting paid for it or anything, but I was just, you know, just having fun, having a kiki and just uploading stuff from Instagram. And then February 2020 happened, and that is when the lockdown happens here. So that's when the whole world sort of like went to shit. And then it's like, okay, now I have no excuse to not be doing some stuff from home. Oh, wait, no, oh, my God, actually, let me rewind that. Sorry, I just missed the whole chapter. So, <laughs> sorry, uh, let, let's go back to July 2020 now. No, 2019, sorry. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So let's go back to July 2019 now. Um, so this club called Thursday, they um, they advertise a lip-syncing competition, and I'd only been doing drag, like a little moment. I was like, okay, this might be my start to do it. So they gave you, like, four dates to choose from one of each week of the month. 
And I was like, oh, I need time to prepare for this. I will choose probably the third latest date. I don't leave it too late, but I'll choose a third latest date. So yeah, I did that. And then I got into drag, whatever. I had like a cute shirt and like biker shorts, nothing too elaborate. And then, yeah, I did a performance tour mix. I made, had a couple of songs like from Cardi B, Rihanna, Ariana. And then one of the judges there was a queen named Miss Sabrina Baby Slut. I'm not sure if you guys know her. No. But yeah, it was her. No. <laughs> oh, we don't know her. She's an up and coming queen, you know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so it was her. And then I did the lip sync and stuff. I didn't win, which in my admission, it was rigged. No, I'm joking. It wasn't. No, the winner was well deserved. <laughs> Who won? No, um, I cannot remember their name. It was that long ago. For drag performers? <laughs> was it competition or was it? No, it wasn't. Yeah, open to anyone. So it was a lot of like right. um, CS performers. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, I did that. And then Sabrina approached me and then she was like, oh, like, what's your Instagram? Um, what's your like boy Instagram, whatever. So yeah, she really complimented my performance. And then yeah, I gave her all my details. And then that's when lockdown happened. So I guess before then, or before the lockdown happened, I was still uploading stuff from home. And also I had my activities in boy as a dancer that I'd be regularly uploading. So I was uploading a lot of that for the duration that she'd known me. And then come the lockdown, I was uploading a lot of looks and stuff. And then we're going to fast forward to this year. So January 2021, um, she was like to me, she messaged me. She's like, hey, can I call you? I have something to ask you. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I was like, hmm, what is this? So she calls me. And then she was like, oh, I've been keeping an eye on you for a while. Would you be open to joining the cast at Circuit for Hey Henny on Thursdays? And I was like, um, fuck yeah, I would. Because <laughs> literally, like, I've told all my friends this, but... When I started drag, the one goal I had for myself was to perform a stage at circuit. That's it. And I'd yes. know I'd, I'd know I'd make it from there. And then little did I know now, like I'd be a permanent not per, oh, permanent resident, yeah, I'd say. Yeah. And it just yeah. everything just kicked off from there. And yeah, it's been pretty fast paced from there on out. And yeah, that was how I started and it's still going. <laughs> Amazing. Wow, kicking goals straight out of the gate. That yeah, yeah. Reference. Can you believe? Oh. <laughs> the straight person in me did not pick that up. But um, yeah, no, because like, and I know like baby drag exists and stuff. And like, I was thinking of like doing that, I guess, when we got out of lockdown. And now the people yeah. around me, they're like, oh, I think you're well beyond that point. Yeah, I don't think you need to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, I might not need to do it, but they might need me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like we could jump over the baby hey, drag look, and no yeah. one's too good for baby drag. No one's too good. It's just that stuff like that happens on that stage. Yeah, oh, like, I will I say I was gagged by a performance by Aubrey Have. Like she did her. Um, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you, you all know oh. which one I'm talking about. Yeah, oh my god, oh, my jaw was on the floor. Yeah, I gagged. died that yeah. night. That was amazing. Yeah, she's no, performing she's at my incredible. partner's wedding, but not in drag as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> because Aubrey Have also has the most angelic singing voice you've ever heard. Oh wow, so good. Yeah, amazing singer, mm. amazing. And so besides from the lip sync um, battle, mm -hmm. I would say, that you did at uh, Thursdays, mm -hmm. uh, where was your first performance outside of that? Oh, so my first performance outside of that? Oh, I'm going to say it would have been no more than three years before that. So I got my start in dancing in 2015. Um, so yeah. literally, like, I had a friend that I worked with who he went to dance classes and then um, he was like, oh, come along with me. Because, like, I've always wanted to try it, but obviously you don't want to be alone and, like, do it. So I went, and then I clicked with a lot of the people that were in my class. I hit it off with uh, some of the teachers there who, in the future, ended up being one of my, like, housemates because we clicked so well. 
And yeah, so yeah, I got my start dancing there. And then um, through dance, I met someone in one of my classes who like had a dance crew and they asked me to fill in for a project that they were short on some members. I filled in and they're really pleased with my performance and I've just been, yeah, dancing from there. So outside of boy, oh, in boy, sorry, uh, I'm in a dance crew called KM United. You can search on YouTube so you can see all the boy goodness there along with my other incredible teammates who are usually the ones helping me out on stage. Yes. So yeah, if, if you ever see me with dancers, it's them. Yes, for those of you who are not aware, a hot pink show is like going to like a Grammy Award bloody music video because it's there's, at the Super there's Bowl. backup dancers, there's streamers, there's fire, there's smoke, <laughs> there's flips, there's roller coasters. Yes. It's just it's nuts. It's uh, crazy, I'm and we love always it. Always so impressed by people who pick up dancing like later in life because it's one of those yes. things where often more than not, if you weren't born into dancing then it's like a little bit too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even so, like, like my dad was actually a dancer back in his prime too. So mm. yeah, look, better late than never. Like my dad would always like bust dancers around the house when I was younger. And I'm like, <laughs> dad, what are you doing? But then now I get it now. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that. And because outside of um, like when, you, when you've gotten first into drag and done your performances, I guess w- w- what we were talking about before we started recording, um, the Rainbow Up, would that be your kind of oh. solo official performance? We'll see. I, I consider that in my head, like in my head, I consider it the second. So what had happened was, so with right. my circuit debut, that was supposed to happen in February, but we had a snap lockdown <laughs> and then, then it got delayed to March. So um, Rainbow House, they booked me after um, Sabrina called me. So in my head, it happened second, but in the right. grand scheme of things, that booking came first. So yeah. I guess, yeah, right out the gate, I guess it was really funny because for that first circuit performance, um, so it was planned for February and the plan was I would do my first circuit performance solo. And then for March, we will have the dancers because, you know, what I don't want to be doing too much too soon. I don't get too comfortable, you know, but then the lockdown happened. I rescheduled rehearsals with my dancers to perform March. And then I was like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to push anyone's schedule back. So I'm like, okay, you know what? We'll go with the circuit performance as planned for the dancers. And then look, I did end up having my first solo performance in the grand scheme of things, which went really well. Like the response was amazing. I remember it was just like after like after comment. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a really cool yeah. feeling. What did you perform? I, so I performed, what was it? So the theme of the night was, um, it was Rococo or Go-Go. So think high, opulence, yeah. rich, yeah. all that sort of thing. So I performed a medley of Opulence by Brooke Candy and then Up by Cardi B. And then, yeah, it was really, it was really intense. Like I was wearing these like skinny heels I've never performed in. I was wearing yeah. like this uh, dress that like I made and like I couldn't fully, it was like a corset dress. So I couldn't fully execute everything. Oh, I mean, I thought I could have been able to look back on the footage. Like it was fine. And yeah, look, everyone was loving it. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, I was really pleased with it in the end. Yes, I can vouch for it because I was there. It you was, were there. I met you. Up. That was the I first time there. I met you. Yes, it was so good. And it was what we were all waiting for. Like, we were all just like, we need this, like, boss-ass attitude on the stage. And then you came out and we're like, okay, we're good. Yes. Like, it was so good. Oh, no, the energy was so great as well. Like, I could tell the crowd was loving it. I was loving it with the crowd. Like, we were oh, yeah. vibing off each other. Like, oh, I had so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, I mean, since then and since Circuit, you've mm-hmm. also been doing a few other things which have been pretty exciting. I have, yeah. Um, You've been at the Smith recently? Yeah, yes, that was last night. Um, but yeah, so I guess like uh, harkening back to, I guess, Rainbow House, then we had Circuit after that. And then when I did my Circuit debut, 
uh, Puff Duff messaged me the next day and they were like, can you do the exact same thing tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, let me get, I'm fully down. I'll message my dancers, see if they're available. And then, you know what? They were available. And yeah, that happened. So yeah, we've done Puff Duff, um, the Smith for the drag brunch. That was my first time ever being in drag in the morning, which was a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a morning person by any means. But yeah, no, that was really fun. So that was more like the talking, like hosting side of things and mingling, which is something a little bit more out of my comfort zone. Like, I guess for drag and next being performer, a lot of what I do is just on stage and not having to, you know, use my personality in a sense. I don't know if that, if that translates, it makes sense in my head, but yeah, no, it's, it's really yeah. good to be doing like other things now and yeah, doing and seeing more. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we're definitely enjoying seeing you mm. pop up all Ooh. around the place. <laughs> we're seeing more and more that like drag is not just about getting up on stage and lip syncing. There's so much more yeah. drag now um, and so much more that we can be doing with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to know where you get some of your drag inspiration from. Is there any Melbourne drag performers or international drag performers, or even, you know, as you mentioned in your mm-hmm. bio, a few mm-hmm. like blonde pop icons? Yeah. I mean, you all, that's a very good segue because I will take you back to the story of my first drag name, which oh, was, yes, I don't know, I don't know if anyone who's listening or if you guys know, but my first drag name was Eno Zone. So what that was, um, I guess before I even came up with, so, I came up with my drag name I wanted like a couple things I wanted to have a clear blonde reference and I wanted there to be I guess like an Asian reference in there so you know zone uh to me was a pun on Britney Spears's fourth album in the zone and then the word Eno um is a character in Naruto so she's blonde so I guess um if we're gonna go back into things I think it's blonde icons who have always empowered me so we're thinking Madonna Gaga Britney like all of those big pop stars were my muses and my inspirations growing up and they're the ones who make me feel like not even confident just like on stage but even off stage as well as you can see now I'm a blonde (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so I like to spot some blonde (laughs) like I like to be blonde like in drag and like out of drag yeah too yeah otherwise um from that yeah um then after that I guess I changed to hot pink I guess it was much more straightforward and memorable and I and as soon as I thought of hot pink I knew it was going to bring me good things and I think it did yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise if if we're talking about like other sort of like inspirations I get a lot of my inspiration from uh, k-pop so I think they're they're more on the visual side of things when it comes to like their music yeah. their performances their outfits the colors it's so much more vibrant and yeah and then just a lot of things like anime and like 90s like runways and like 2000s socialite so we're thinking our Paris is our Britney's our Lindsay Lohan just that that sort of cute but trashy but slutty but yeah, yeah that's sort of just my whole drag inspiration persona ish <laughs> yeah yeah so the name hot pink did mm-hmm. not derive from doja cat's album oh no well i guess it did so if we're gonna go different now <laughs> i was like hold yeah. on <laughs> i mean yeah so hot pink like i guess so i wanted something one word and very memorable um i guess from my drag it's a very performance very music based so yeah hot pink definitely came from doja cat's album it came from Blackpink, the K-pop super group. Uh, uh, K-pop group EXID has a song named Hot Pink as well. So, yeah, a lot of, yeah. And then I guess in like a psychological sense, Hot Pink represents girly, feminine, passionate, romance. Like, so mm. I think that just embodies me on my drag as a whole. So it's not, not necessarily like an ode to the colour I'll be wearing all the time, but more just the energy that you feel when you see yes. me. And I guess like when someone says, oh, please long to stage Hot Pink, it's like it's not a regular name. So it's like, okay. What do they have to bring? Well, you can have to watch and see. So yes. <laughs> I guess that's where I came Hot from. Pink is a state of mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 
like in kind of yeah pop culture and like I don't know Western society mm-hmm. I would say that K-pop and J-pop is really kind of coming up especially in like mm-hmm. even like R&B and just like yeah pop music as well yeah um like who are some of the K-pop groups that kind of you listen to and get inspired by? Oh, well, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Blackpink's definitely one of them. Um, look, I, look, I'm not gay. I'm more into the girl groups than I am the boy groups. But I do enjoy my boy groups. Um, if we're going to name a few yeah. present day ones, um, Itzy, I really like, Everglow, uh, Twice. And then we can go back to, I guess, like the second generation. So... Um, we can talk like 21, Girls' Generation, Tiara, yeah. AOA, EXID, like all of them. Like I really like that each sort of song had like a very strong and clear concept, have like a different look, a different vibe, different sound. And I feel like whenever I do drag, I always try to bring something a little different, but still me. So, yeah, I just love yeah. all the visuals. I love how performance-based it is. And, yeah. Yeah, I think it's interesting as well because a lot of the um, K-pop and J-pop groups um, like a lot of the people in the groups weren't necessarily like singers or dancers or mm. anything to begin with, but yeah. they, you know, they've got them from like various walks of life and brought them in because they have some sort of presence or aesthetic yeah. and they've brought them together to create something really fun and amazing, which I feel like is almost what drag is. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I guess, yeah. like, if we're going to, like, link it back to, like, I guess the best dancer in the group will not be the best singer and the best singer will probably right. not be the best dancer. And if you are all of those yeah. things, then you're probably black skinned. But no, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, no, and, like, I guess, too, like, if we're going to talk about, like, the drag team, like, there are so many queens yet. And I'm still getting to know everyone and everything. Like, there's so much mm. quality. Mm. Like, you have, like, a comedy queens, your performance queens, your look queens. Like, oh, there's so... So much variety here. Similar in those, I mean, in my very limited knowledge of K-pop and J-pop, that uh, these big groups often have like individuals filling certain roles, almost like an equivalent of, you know, you got your sporty spice, your scary spice, which is, you know, there's all these different avenues of drag. So there's, yeah, people filling in different Mm, roles. True. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And did you, did you know any of the Melbourne drag performers before entering the drag scene? Uh, literally, the only way I knew it was from seeing them at Circuit when I went there as a patron. So it's very funny because Sabrina yeah. was the first drag queen I saw live ever. And then yeah. it's, yeah, now we're, we're colleagues, we, we work together, like we're like sisters almost. Yeah, so um, yeah, Sabrina, uh, Californicate, if you guys know her, and then Fembot. So when they were like really doing Henny. Yeah, they were the first performers yeah. I saw. But otherwise, I guess the, the first drag queens I like saw, so it's probably like drag race, but yeah, I guess in the Melbourne scene, it's probably them. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And tell me, how does the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because of the Power Rangers <laughs> show at <laughs> Yeah. So, and I, I want to know, mm-hmm. how did each of you do a section of choreography? Because when I watched that, I was like, definitely, there's a, I swear you're all doing one section each. Oh, as in, like, I don't know if it was intentional that we're doing one thing. Okay, I'm thinking you probably came to the last Power Rangers show that happened. So I guess, like, what happens is, like, we, like, do a show, we learn the choreo, and we we have our own little, like, solo performances and stuff. So I guess, right. like, that was, that was the first one that I did. And then we had a random snap lockdown, like, not too long ago. And then when we came back, we had to do the Power Rangers show again. And we didn't rehearse that one show that you probably went to. So I guess you're probably seeing four different choreographies at the same time on stage. 
But, um, no, it was like the se- it was like sections. Like it looked good. I was just oh, laughing because yeah. it was funny because yeah. like I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Like Hot Pink is like getting her life, and everyone is doing all of this business. And then yeah. it was just so good. Yeah, no, it was nothing. Like, oh, oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean. Yeah. We do that sort of thing where we try to like mirror each other. So I guess it's a bit more dynamic when you're looking at like the bigger right. picture. Yeah. But um, yeah, even so, I was like, oh, fuck, like, where do we go? Like sort of thing. Yeah. 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 And I was, because I was wondering who, like when you do the group parts of the choreography, mm-hmm. um, who does the chore or do you all do it together? Oh, um, Sabrina is usually the one like doing the choreography. Okay. So yeah, she's always like leading it. So yeah, she's incredible. But yeah, I yeah. think like it, it sticks out a lot because I think we're all like different heights so like if you yes. look at each other on stage it's like oh, one's down here one's up here and then it just looks yeah. like there's a lot going on yeah no yeah, yeah. and there's like gigantor fembot yeah as well. <laughs> no legit yeah. me stand have you seen there's a picture of me and fembot bitch i'm up to her titties like oh it's the height <laughs> difference is astronomical it's crazy yes and like fembot wears the biggest shoes in the oh, world yeah. as well yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, even without five yeah like even like without her heels like when we're, we're together in rehearsal i'm just like looking up <laughs> Yeah. Like that. Oh, it's crazy. Exactly, exactly. And so I guess that means, like, since you didn't kind of come into the scene, well, the drag scene as a performer, mm. knowing people, you don't really have a drag yeah. family as yeah. such. Well, actually, now that you're on that topic, I did meet Fembot before I was casted for Circuit. So, yeah. Right. Um, so I, I remember I followed her on Instagram because she was doing K-pop at Circuit. And I was like, oh, bitch, I'm onto this. I'm on board with this. I followed her. She followed me back. And then we were in contact for a little bit. And then even, yeah, during lockdown, we did, like, an online show together. Um, it was for celebrating her birthday. And then, yeah, so I, yeah, sort of got my my come up from, yeah, Fembot and Sabrina. Mm-hmm. So just thought, worthy mentioned yeah. before she, like, called me out. But, um, yeah. yeah, but I guess aside from, yeah, literally they were the only queens I knew. And, like, even, like, still to this day, I'm still meeting queens in change rooms. Oh, you're Menorah. Oh, you're Amina. Like, I've heard the name. I'm linking the names to the faces now. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Me too. There's a yeah. lot of them out there. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still learning them all. Oh, Definitely. girl, same. <laughs> <laughs> well, just um, backtracking just a little bit. So you you currently work at Mecca during the day. Yeah. Um, yep. Quotation marks. Um, mm-hmm. When did your uh, interest in makeup start? Oh, that's a good question. Actually, so it started probably just around after I finished high school. So we're gonna maybe the last two years of high school. That was when I really got into makeup. So we're talking about 2012, 2013. <laughs> And then I noticed all the males in makeup, males in makeup, sorry. And I noticed all of the males in K-pop, they were, they were heavily makeup. Bitch, they'll beat more than the girls sometimes. Oh, like, yeah. they're like, it was, it was a vibe. I was feeling it. And like, I was really like influence inspired. Like, I don't know if you guys know like Big Bang or like G-Dragon, but I actually got his tattoo. So like, oh, amazing. here, because I was, yeah. So like, yeah, I still don't regret it. Like, I still love him. But yeah, so I guess it all came from there. So then when I got out of high school, I guess I was, you know, a bit more comfortable wearing makeup because like, oh yeah, I'm not going to see those people again. I can, you know, do whatever I want, whatever. And then, yeah, I was just like self-taught that entire time. I was like watching YouTube, like buying products that like gurus reviewed and stuff. And then, yeah, just all took yeah. off from there. Yes. Because your makeup is very good as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like I've noticed too, like, I guess nowadays I'm still trying to find my signature face or paint. I don't know. Like, wow. I feel like I've sort of arrived at like what I like and what I don't like, but it always crosses my mind. Oh, like if I'm not painting big enough, is it really drag or such wow. and such? So I've tried painting heavier, painting darker, but then I don't know. I feel like soft, but not soft. I don't know. Like, There's yeah, no I'm still, yeah, exactly. That's like what people I'm... all do different. Yeah. yeah. Because like, I, I guess I just try to think of say like, Fembot's 
makeup compared to mine. Like my her makeup on me, oh I don't know. But like I don't know if my makeup right. would work. So I guess whatever works for everyone. And it's just like all drag is valid. Whatever you like to do works. So yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, I'm in a content place with it, and yeah. I think like definitely talking about the essence of hot pink and it's a vibe, it's an energy. It's not a yeah. big, like massive, dark, heavy beat face energy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean like, yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah. It can be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I like nowadays I like stray. Oh, I, I gravitate a lot toward her pink, <laughs> but like also like a lot of yeah. nude colors as well. Like, I'm trying to wear darker colors on stage just so you can see my lips better. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, we're, we're still on a stage of putting our foot in the water and seeing where we are. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, you said that you your one of your first goals was the circuit stage at some point. And yes. now that that is accomplished, do mm-hmm. you have any other goals of where you're trying to, you know, get your drag to? Um, I mean, look, I have three goals, not including that one. So four all up. So circuit was the first one. My second one was to perform interstate, which I will announce here on a on a born to drag exclusive that my interstate gig has been cancelled today because of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Yes it was so I was booked to perform Sydney. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to be announcing this, but yeah, I was set to perform on July 31st, but they literally emailed me two hours ago uh, saying it's been cancelled. And like look, I'm pretty sure I did see it coming. But um yeah so coming to a Sydney near you. I know, yeah, well, look, hopefully, like, August or September, things get back yeah, onto track. fingers crossed. So, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I'm so excited for it. Like, I've, I've, I've had the costume made already. I have my dancers' costumes made. Like, it was mm. probably going to be production. So, yeah, look, hopefully things lift up sooner than later. But, yeah, so that was number two. Number three is to be na- making enough drag, like, money to live comfortably. And I feel like, look, if things are happening at the pace they are now, that's definitely in the works. And then yeah. number four is probably drag rates. But yeah, I will say the same feeling I had about me being on stage at circuit. I know I can make it to drag race. Like I just know I yeah. can feel it in my bones. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't yeah. have a doubt. Yeah. So that's I number four. That. So hopefully look, yes. season two or season three, whenever this casting yeah. situation becomes public, I will you know, apply. <laughs> yeah. Well, we it. would love to see you on any drag race. Oh, thank anything. you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thomas, do you have any more fabulous questions for our fabulous guests? No, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. It's uh, been an absolute delight. To have <laughs> oh, thank has. you so much for having me. I've had a lot of fun yeah. talking to you guys. Please definitely. <clears throat> please let our listeners know, uh, A, if you have any upcoming performances you want to share, and mm. B, where they can find you on all the social medias. I can find me. You know, it's having your kiki on Thursday or Saturday at Puffdorf, wherever. Otherwise, social media, you can find me at the Hot Pink with two E's. Yes, thank you so much for coming today. We really appreciate having you here. Um, so, yes, go and follow Hot Pink online. And, of course, if you liked what you heard today, you can tip what you heard. You can give Hot Pink a tip in our virtual tip jar. The link is in our bio slash link tree. And 100% of the tips go directly towards supporting our guests. Gorgeous. And while you're, while you're rifling around in our link tree, remember to follow, like, and subscribe to Born to Drag. And then while you're listening to our amazing, amazing, incredible podcast, <laughs> Leave us a five-star review and then head over to our Instagram page to what? To see all the drag events coming up this week. Yes. Well, Marley, 
Hot Pink. Until next time, I've been Thomas. And I'm Marley. And we will see you next time on another episode of Born Born to Drag. drag. Bye, Hot Pink. Bye. Born to Drag is a Toil and Trouble production, produced and sound engineered by Thomas Bradford. Co-produced by Marley Koenig-Drew. Co-hosted by Thomas Bradford and Marley Koenig-Drew. Our theme song is an original by Thomas Bradford. Our logo artwork is designed by Marley Koenig-Drew. And digitally transformed by Thomas Bradford. 